Hello, my name is John Schmeiser, and I'm the president of the North American Equipment Dealers Association in Canada. I'm pleased to provide you with our latest legislative landscape. Although most of the focus in Ottawa lately has been about the potential influence of the Chinese government on Canadian elections, there has been some legislative activity that our dealers should be aware of. And Canadian equipment dealers should be very pleased with a recent victory that took place in Ottawa this spring when Bill C-229 passed third reading in the House of Commons. And it's not a symbolic victory either. It's one that will not only ensure that our customers have choices when they buy equipment from us, but one that will safeguard thousands of Canadian jobs located mostly on the prairies. Most notably, this victory is one that was achieved through the efforts of industry working together with the support of a bipartisan all-party consensus in Ottawa, which rarely happens. Every dealer in Canada complements their main product line by holding a retail contract for short lines or specialty pieces of equipment. This is necessary to broaden the product offering of each dealership, while also acknowledging that our full-line manufacturers do not create farm and construction equipment for every application on the farm or construction site. Additionally, in some cases, products manufactured by short-line manufacturers are more suitable for our local growing conditions or construction projects. They may be commodity-specific or may be more innovative or cost-effective. Canadian manufacturers have gained a well-deserved international reputation for expertise, quality, and innovation in making this equipment. The total number of Canadian manufacturers who have had an impact on the world stage is perhaps one of our best-kept secrets. In conversations I have with dealers and manufacturers across North America, I proudly state that where I grew up, nowhere else in the world is there a higher concentration of agricultural equipment manufacturing than there is in a 200-mile radius of central Saskatchewan. People are surprised to hear that statement, but it's true. We have an industry that is an international champion on the prairies, selling innovation around the globe. These manufacturers make good products that have high customer satisfaction rates and our dealers fight for the right to carry them. But it should be noted that these manufacturers also have created thousands of jobs and make a significant contribution to our economy. Yet Canada almost lost this industry along with the jobs in the small rural communities those jobs support because of an oversight in the last USMCA discussions. For modern farm and construction equipment to work, equipment like implements, it must be able to talk or interoperate with the combines and tractors that it is attached to. This interoperability has been threatened and eroded by makers of tractors and combines with digital locks that prevent other parties from accessing software on combines and tractors. The intention of digital locks is to prevent software theft or altering the software for nefarious purposes. Even more frustrating, the U.S. government has language in their copyright protections to allow for interoperability. We are in an integrated farm and construction equipment market in North America, and having two sets of rules on interoperability would create confusion, discourage choice, and provide an unfair advantage to a dominant player. Canada was truly out of step on this, and it had to be addressed.
That is why Bill C-294 was necessary. Bill C-294 allows ag and construction equipment manufacturers to legally circumvent a digital lock on software, allowing for the legal data transfer and communication between two pieces of equipment. We maintain that not only is this in our dealers' and customers' best interests to have interoperability in our equipment, but is also in the both the mainline and the shortline manufacturers' best interests as well. Imagine the issues we would have if farmers didn't have their powered unit and implement talking to each other. And that is why we needed to be involved. We must ensure that this practice continues. The first success we had in our lobbying effort was gaining a sympathetic ear from Jeremy Patzer, a Conservative MP for Cypress Hills Grasslands in Saskatchewan. On the industry's behalf, he introduced a private member's bill, which ultimately became Bill C-294, and he championed it through second reading in the House of Commons and through the testimony and debate provided before Parliament's Industry and Technology Committee. When it went to third reading in the Parliament, it passed unanimously. So now with its passage, we have a level playing field and we have ensured interoperability harmonization between Canadian and U.S. law. And for our Canadian manufacturers, Bill C-294 gives the industry the certainty it needs to continue to be a Canadian innovation and export champion. It also safeguards the jobs that go with this. The work to save the Canadian ag and construction equipment sector was led by one of the companies most affected, Honeybee Manufacturing of Frontier, Saskatchewan, located in a village of 372 people. NADA Canada was pleased to join the fight, and the agricultural manufacturers of Canada also played an important and critical role. We were assisted by other entities as well, and these deserve credit for their involvement. An economic impact study of the industry was undertaken by the former Federal Department of Western Economic Diversification, and the Canada West Foundation provided research, analysis, and advice every step of the way. The ag equipment or short-line sector has become everything that the federal and provincial governments and economists have said that Canada needs to succeed. Innovators, building on the production of commodities to create new value-added products and selling to markets other than the United States and China. And it has built this sector without the millions in subsidies now being handed out by our governments to the auto and aerospace sector and others. The victory we gained in Parliament not only ensured customer choice, but secures the future for these companies and the men and women who make the equipment that farmers need to attach to their combines to harvest crops and to their tractors to seed crops. Bill C-294 is truly a win for Canada. I'm John Schmeiser, the President of NADA Canada, and thank you for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions or concerns regarding the activities of the North American Equipment Dealers Association, please do not hesitate to contact me or our office.